0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Growing in Christ podcast. I am your host, Shador Foy, and today is January 12th, and I am doing chapter 12 for the um, section that we've been on for the 31 days of Proverbs, and I'll be starting with verse 1, so grab your Bibles, pencils, paper, different things like that to take notes and get your own revelations, and also write down some neat things that you hear. So starting with verse 1, it says, Whoever loves instruction loves knowledge, but he who hates reproof is stupid. Verse 2, a good man obtains favor from the Lord, but a man of wicked devices he will condemn. Verse 3, a man is not established by wickedness, but the root of the righteous cannot be moved. Verse 4, an excellent wife is the crown of her husband, but she who causes shame is like rottenness in his bones so first four even though they're talking about a wife and a husband um which is I mean this um sorry this concerns being with a wife and a husband too but it's also about being even in friendships and different things like You don't ever want to cause shame because that doesn't only offend you, but that offends the people around you. It it brings shame upon your friends and embarrassment upon your friends or your family and different things like that versus being an upright person in this case, not just an excellent wife, but like upright person. And then in verse 5, it says, The thoughts of the righteous are right, but the counsels of the wicked are deceitful. Verse 6, The words of the wicked are, Lie in wait for blood, but the mouth of the upright will deliver them. Verse 7, The wicked are overthrown and are no more, but the house of the righteous will stand. Verse 8, A man will be con- commended according to his wisdom, but he who is of a perverse heart will be despised. Verse 9, Better is the one who is slighted but has a servant than he who honors himself but lacks bread. Verse 10. A righteous man regards the life of his animal, but the tender mercies of the wicked are cruel. Verse 11. He who tills his land will be satisfied with bread, but he who follows frivolity is devoid of understanding. Verse 12. The wicked covet the catch of evil men, but the root of the righteous yields fruit. Verse 13. The wicked is ensnared by the transgression of his lips, but the righteous will come through trouble. Verse 14. A man will be satisfied with good by the fruit of his mouth, and the recompense of a man's hand will be rendered to him. So going back to verse 13, when it says, The wicked is ensnared by the transgression of his lips, but the righteous will come through trouble. Um... I'm pretty sure that we've all heard the verse of going through something. Like, you know, when people go through different things or you ask them, how are they? And they just be like, well, I'm, I'm going through something right now. And that's a blessed thing to be going through. You know, we shouldn't be sad about that. Though it is a battle and though it's a struggle, we should be glad because of how righteous that we are. We're not ensnared by our troubles, by our problems, by our transgressions, but we uh, will come through our troubles. We just go through them. We don't stay in them. We're not ensnared by them. We're not captured by them. We're not enraptured by them and caught up by them, but we are just simply going through them. So, I thought that would be something to really expound on. And in verse 15, it says, The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he who heeds counsel is wise. So it is never a wrong thing to seek counsel from people who are higher than you. And you should never be ashamed to seek counsel because that is actually a wise and commendable thing. And then at verse 16, it says a fool's wrath is known at once, but a prudent man covers shame. Verse 17, he who speaks truth declares righteousness, but a false witness deceit. Verse 18, there is one who speaks like the piercings of a sword, but the tongue of the wise promotes health. Verse 19, the truthful lips shall be established forever, but a lying tongue is but for a moment. Verse 20 Deceit is in the heart of those who devise evil, but counselors of peace have joy. Verse 21. No grave trouble will overtake the righteous, but the wicked shall be filled with evil. Verse 22. Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who deal truthfully are his delight. Verse 23. A prudent man conceals knowledge, but the heart of of fools proclaims foolishness. So... Verse 23, when it says a prudent man conceals knowledge, and we we're, I know, like a few chapters back, we we're talking about how wisdom was crying out and trying to give out knowledge. Those are two different things. You need us as Christians, we need to have discernment on when to give knowledge and when to conceal knowledge, when to let people know things and when not to let people know things. Because some people who desire to know things don't want to know things for our good. They just want to, as they say, be nosy or they just want to know things about you so that they can plan your downfall and so that they can defeat you. And that is why a lot of people fall into destruction all the time because They don't conceal knowledge you know there are certain battles and trials that some people have to go through to get in that close place with God for God to reveal his mysteries to them but if you go and tell people well God told me this or God told me that I'm gonna get a new house or God told me that I'm gonna get a new car or God I prayed for joy yesterday and God's giving me joy and he's giving me strength the moment that the wrong person hears that they will just Plan your downfall. They will come against your joy. They'll be like, oh, really? So now you got joy? Oh, but God can't give me joy. And instantly, that affects your your state. That affects your atmosphere. And now you're feeling like, whoa, what just happened? So you have to learn how to conceal knowledge. And those people are more than likely going to be against you, whether you tell them or not. But sometimes the enemy won't know necessarily where to get us unless we show him if we tell if we tell him if we say hey enemy uh god just promised me a new car then he knows okay i know where to get you now versus if you just if you just stay quiet and you keep that between you and god and you keep the things that god tells you between you and him and you don't let the enemy see it until it manifests you know that's different and that's how what we have to learn is that we can't tell everybody things and that could be our friends that could be our family that could be our parents but sometimes you know we just we can't tell them we can't just go out and tell people even though it's good and you think that those are the people who should love you there are certain things and principalities that will come against them and that will get in them if they're not going to be at that place to battle the demons that are trying to come in them to be against you It will make your assignment or your gift more hard when that happens. So then at verse 24, it says, The hand of the diligent will rule, but the slothful will be put to forced labor. Verse 25, Anxiety in the heart of man causes depression, but a good word makes it glad. Verse 26, The righteous should choose his friends carefully for the way of the wicked. of the wicked leads him leads them sorry astray verse 27 the slothful man does not roast what he took in hunting but diligence is man's precious possession verse 28 and the way of righteousness is life and in its pathway there is no death so just After this verse and after these last verses that we... I mean, after this chapter and the last chapters that we have been going through, I think what we should really take from them is just... Being in that place of righteousness and being in that place of living life, you know, God came to give us life so that we may have it more abundantly. And he didn't just say that because it sound good. He didn't just, you know, say all the things. I give peace, not as the world gives. Do I give? He didn't just say that because it sounded like something cool to say. And he thought that, oh, if I say this, I'll go down in history like this. No. But he said those things out of truth and truly meaning them, and so we as Christians we have to follow suit and be like, okay, God, you promised uh, an abundant life. You promised that the righteousness will walk in the way of life, and that wickedness leads to death. But I'm not doing wickedness. I'm doing righteousness, so I should have life. And so we have to follow suit with those things and. God knows everything and he remembers all things, but we have to remember the promises of God and we have to hold tight to those things and we have to connect our faith to his promises, you know, cause he can tell us all day. I have plans of good and not evil for you. I, I love you. Perfect love casts out all fear. Those who delight themselves in me will get the desires of their, of their heart. God can tell us that all day, but unless we connect our faith with it, it won't manifest. It's already it's already there. We just got to connect our faith with it so that we can have it and we can tap into our spiritual eyes to see the manifestation. Because in the carnal, we don't see what God has already given. We don't see that we have peace we don't see that we are more than a conqueror. We don't see that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. But, you know, the things of God are not food and drink, but they are righteousness and power and love. You know, they are things that are of the spiritual world. They are things that are not in the carnal. We're not going to tap into being carnal or being of this world. You know, we are to be transformed by the renewing of of our mind and not to convert to the ways of these of this world so that is what I want you all to leave with and just think about and even just going through these chapters a little bit more and you might even get your own revelation from these chapters and different things like that so yes I am going to leave you all with that and I pray that you are all blessed and you are all living your lives your abundant lives you know we're not just living life you know it's not good enough to just stop at life but our abundant lives just living our abundant life so i pray that you are really truly walking in that and holding tight to the promises of god and yes so i'm gonna leave you with that and goodbye